Zoom Mark Podcast Show, a Ouija occult. In 1920, there are three essentials for a modern Portland home. According to the Oregon, a pet cooler, electric iron, and a Ouija board. It was the progressive era when women gained the right to vote. Child labour was called into question. The first flood safety regulations were enacted. In Portland, a spiritualist headbird, where grocery store tycoons subscribed to reincarnation, and congressmen's wives hosted science in the midst of a full-blown Ouija mania. Only people had Ouija torments to complete. For the most ghosts contacted, respectful Portlanders claimed and papers became Ouija friends and landed in the same asylums. Two prominent local doctors went into the record to talk about the psychology of Ouija. It was, they say, in Portland's first era of keeping it weird. While Ouija was a national phenomenon, the spirits of departed Americans seemed to take particular liking to Portland. The city's elite and middle class already championed Arcadian beliefs. In 1908, Portland Mayor Henry Maine even acted laws for very the expected use of occult powers, retaining wealth for procured lovers. Seminars of memorialism and clairvoyance all the rage in the late 19th and early 20th century. The local papers ran ads of palmists, astrologers and mediums. The Ouija board sold for 98 cents in the toll department of the downtown Merrick Frank department store, brought in the other side within reach for many households. In, 19, in 1890, a Baltimore undertaker, a former fertilizer salesman, created a Ouija board, eager to crash in on homemade talking boards, spirits have used communion with ghosts since the late 1840s. It found an immediate audience among grieving individuals looking to contact lost loved ones. Curiosity about spirituality was a spark, a series of international tragedies with a can of gasoline that rocketed Ouija from a spooky game to American uh, American obsession. But the late Algorin taught the but that time, that time Oregon touted the board's domestic indispensability in 1920. The world was in a perpetual state of shell shock. <coughs> The Spanish flu, flu killed millions. The jacket sank in the Titanic <coughs> and still had the country short. The bodies of the Great War catches were barely cold. Portland, prominent Portland doctor William House wrote in 1920 in a journal of the American Medical Association that the world suffers from dis-Americans resulting from World War. Interference from flinching is painful. House's description of the post-war world suggests that the drifts of C and PTSD. House argued that the great tragedies people were under a great emotional truce, dress, making them more susceptible to relief and supernatural, more easily swayed by Ouija sessions. Few cities were prone to set the new portal the great the great beyond more than Portland. 
Within a few decades of, for, for, of its founding, 1851, Portland already had a well-established population of wealthy eccentrics, many of whom were keenly interested in the cult. Grossy tycoon Fred G. Mayer was a Raskurian. Brick Baron Charles Pickett built the city's only remaining castle, and socialite Lucy Rose Marillet was a psychic medium who led sciences in the parlour of what is now Hotel Deluxe. Alternate pathologies bloomed in Portland like in emanatic roses. The Theological Society of Portland had been headquartered in the Lavender Queen and Victorian on the West 23rd Avenue and currently since the 1950s, but the group's presence in the city dates back at least a century. Local spiritists discouraged the use of Ouija balls, arguing they didn't work, but they were unsafe and untrained hands. We know that ma- what matches them, what we know that what that matches have a use. One anonymous source told the other, but we do not believe in allowing children to play with them. The Ouija's popularity skyrocketed at the turn of the last century. Paul was not left alone in 1908. A local man claimed to have successfully predicted the weather for years using Luigi. In a month, one month span, eight divorces were filed in Morton Half County due to Luigi-braided woes. One woman repeatedly accused her husband of cheating based on tips she got from the Ouija board. In 1920, the University of Michigan, Oregon, Michigan, Luigi was blamed for extreme nervousness in its student population that led Joseph Judge Rutherford, Rutherford to place full-page ads in newspapers throughout the country, including Oregon, warning that attempting to talk to the dead was nothing short of demonism. Local papers abounded with stark tales. The heart-sick Portland women consulting the, consulting the Ouija board in an attempt to locate her, her missing son, only to go, go stark rain man within 48 hours. The Portland man sold business sold business voice, Luigi, until the voices of his head landed him straight in asylum. 1990, the Oregon reported a well-known retired boxer, Sharkley Martin, was arrested in North Bend, Oregon, held on charge of insanity, been dabbling with a DIY Ouija board, and become so fixated that it caused his mind to come deranged. One psychiatrist declared the Ouija board nothing more than a mur- mental murderer. Is Oregon, oddly enough, that counted... Religious and media hysteria with scientific answers after months of studying startling news reports in the spring of 1920, Dr. J. Alan Gilbert of the University of Oregon Medical School conducted an inquiry into Elder E.G. Um, he, he uncovered a rather mundane explanation that answers you Answers what we get from Ouija about the embodiment of subconscious states, wrote Gilbert. In people with skills in both dissociation and ability to quickly slip into meditative states, he explains that Ouija flourishes a valuable method of tapping a subconscious. On the end of the summer of 1920, the Oregon announced City gives up or Ouija studies for psychology. Same year, the number of psychological majors at New University Major, Oregon, and Eugene, was five times that had been in 1915.
It soon faded, this thing, this notoriety. Some of the people during this time, Charles Pickett, losing his luxurious home in the financial panic of eighteen ninety-three, only a year after we completed the three-story, romantic revival style, Grenoble Castle. He wrote a completely built batshit book called "Pearls of Random Strunk, Strunk or Life's Tragedy from the Wedding to the Tomb." Preface written in first person from the perspective of the book itself. The book declares that it could be used as a textbook in public schools. Topics include the hazards of breakfast foods, benefits of clean bowel, and necessaries of cleaning, changing one's underwear more than four times a year. A late owner of Grover Castle, still standing on the West Hills, reported to have been visited by Pickett's ghost spirit in 1964. But subsequent owners lamented having no luck in summoning the ghost, not even with a Ouija board. Luck Lucy Rose Murray, psychic friend to Portland social site elite. Murray was probably best known for Gilded Age Portland, as a wife of old concoursman Russell Murray, who, for whom a northwest Portland Avenue is named, and built the Murray Hotel, now Hotel Deluxe. But she's also an internationally respected good vibes factory. It's expounding new thought or belief in but simple mind over matter. She wrote and edited her own journal, World's Advanced Thought, in which she chronicled her experiences of astral projection of a child in the 1850s, how to shift the world's axis through collective positive thinking, and locally updates of spider. She befriended Ballet, wrote that after she fed it dead fly, soon became very friendly. Said to eat from my hand and ran over my head and face. It appeared to love me. Frank Mayer, Fred Mayer, the city's well known grocer, followed the teachings of Max Handel, astrologer and philosophist, who founded the Rest Creation Fellowship in 1909. Handel's pragmatic tenets clearly influence Bayer, who made time for daily mindfulness practice and built, based his business decisions on evidence rather than, rather than his gut. From a place Handel called the region, region of the Concrete Fault. When he died in 1978, his remains were handed over, handed according to the fellowship, his body was cleaned kept for 84 hours so his karma filled seed atom could ascend to the, the, the heaven. Seed atom would not have an habit the head of a sperm morph. It would enter another human during conception, reborn from its previous life, wisdom intact. The Spirit Seekers Podcast Ghost stories from places in Essex. Whole which redoubt fault. According to Russell Hogridge, the redoubt fault is one of the most haunted locations in Essex. 
a fort built in the early 19th century to protect Halrich Port from invasion is apparently home to a number of spirits. Witnesses have reported these seen apparitions through the windows, have heard unexplained footsteps. Some have even reported seeing, being touched by unseen hands. We've been to Harridge many times. One of the rooms we call Annie's room. A spirit holds people's hands and held, holds your hand, and your hand gets pins and needles. Really good fun. But cells is where the, is the, is, there is a dark spirit. One time we, you, we could hear shuffling footsteps of one of the cells from suddenly the whole group was physically pushed across the room. Group claims that there are also many other mysterious noises, apparitions and hot and cold spots and the fault is well known for apparition of a headless soldier. It reported that in 1972 a soldier was decapitated by a cable attached to a 12-ton cannon which broke under strain. A soldier has been reported to be walking around within the grounds of a foot, foot headless, sometimes his hand tucked under his arm. B. Lee Abbey Visitors to the ground and woodland surrounding B. Lee Abbey have reported enormous sightings. Inside the building, the ghost of a hooded man had been standing in the corner of one of the rooms. A figure thought to be either a monk who once lived there, or a, lived there of a man who was executed. There have been claims that the photograph has also been witnessed, including trap doors opening and beds fuzzy shaking. Brawley Rectory On the grounds of the rectory, which were destroyed by fire in 1939 many times, occasions something has happened. People have been experiencing shadows and apparitions. Um... A well-known experience, Someone was, a person was standing around the other side of the car. They could hear, and they had no idea that stones were being thrown from. There's a legend that the Bettine Monastery slowly built in the area about around 1362, according to which a monk from the monastery carried a relationship with a nun in a nearby convent. After the field was discovered, the monk was executed and the nun bricked up alive convent walls. But in 1938, it was no, confirmed there was no historical leg, uh, basis to this legend. Calvinden Hatch Secret Nuclear Bunker Decommissioned in 1992. There have been several apparitions roamed the complex, including a grey figure, who moves from room to room, witnesses described it has taken the form of an unusually tall elderly lady. And also the, uh, heard doors banging. Red Lion Hotel. At least three ghosts in the hotel, or most active spirit being that of Alice Catherine Muller who was a chambermaid at the hotel. It claims she was murdered by a partner in 1638 and now haunts the building. The cage Used as a prison to hold people to accuse of witchcraft in the 16th century, the cage is widely regarded as one of the most haunted locations in the county. Well known for the imprisonment of Elsa Kemp and other women who were accused of subsequently hung in 1582. 
the current owner had to move out when strange things started happening, including they saw a, mon- a man in modern-day clothes at the top of her stairs. Cash is cash well. This doomed building and former mineral wall well is located close to the one tree hill country park in the outskirts of Martin Hole Wood at Langdon Hills. It's said that there's a spirit of a man being walking around the grounds. Cain Woodun Church. They've been heard of the unusual noises, a comf- and, but they comf- but some concluded it could be the wind blowing from the fins of the top of the church tower. The ter- Vanita Chanan has long been chained ch- one, has long been associated with historical witch and witchcraft, as well as paranormal phenomena. Coalhouse Fault. Many people who worked at Coalhouse Fault over the years have seen strange shapes and shadows and heard strange sounds while others have seen full apparitions. There's even been sounds of la- children's laughter and eerie footsteps have been followed, have followed people along the tunnels. Things have been thrown, chairs have been moved. Possible protocol activity. Hadley Castle. The ca- castle was occupied around 300 years ago from the early 13th century. By 1600, the castle was apparently in ruin. During the 19th century, secret chambers in the ruins of the castle were supposed to have been used by smugglers to hide ill-gotten gains. It said that the castle got arrested and very haunted by a woman in white. Leia Mayer Menani Tower. A grand great house, the great grand Tudor great house, located a few miles from Colchester. One of the most prominent guests is Leia Mayer Tower is that of Lord Henry Mayer, the creator of the tower. The Lord is believed to haunt his former home because he's unhappy the building will not completed to his liking. Witnesses claim they've seen him in a tower with some visitors claiming they've seen him dressed in full armour, walking down the 96 steps of the spiral staircase. One of the rooms of the tower is said to be haunted. Workmen heard doors being slammed, but the only door up there is rusted shut. Palace Theatre, South End on Sea, where I used to live. Palace Theatre still plays a very active part in the South End community. Actors have reported weird tobacco smoke and theatre goers sitting with no one beside them reported feeling a hand on the shoulder. The spirit's thought to be that of a theatre manager who is hung himself on a fly floor when the, the theatre got into financial difficulties. Sighting of this distinguished woman in white and sound of piano playing deserted pit add to the eerie atmosphere. Ruins of St Peter's Church. Standing since around 1300, the church was all but destroyed in fire in 1971 with bond repair. It claimed to be used in witchcraft. St. Uslo's Priory. St. Uslo's was, was a 17th century East England queen, 
beheaded in nearby Nun's Wood by Danish invaders when she refused to announce her faith. The executors were astonished when she picked up her head, holding it in an arm's length, walked up to the village church, where she knocked several times at the door before slumping to the ground. Legend has it that every October 7th her ghost repeats the routine can be seen in the churchyard at midnight holding the uh, severed head. St. Peter on the Wall Dating back to 1650 AD and up until 1920 was used as a cow barn. church still stands today in its fairly good condition. It's said to be haunted by ghostly silent figures that walk around inside the chapel and its plain light shines within.